This is the True Adventure Podcast, Episode 5. Welcome to the True Adventure Podcast. You love the outdoors and are ready to intentionally use Mother Nature to find your truest life. You struggle to filter out the noise of opinions of those around you. You are not as happy with your daily job as you could be. Here, we talk about how reflection, yoga, and adventure can help you rediscover your truest self. When you're ready to welcome adventure to live your truest life, this is the podcast for you. Now, your host, Karina Baldwin, the adventure guide, yoga teacher, and mental performance coach. Hello, my friends. Happy Friday. Last week, the Yoga for Hikers ebook 2.0 went out to everyone that signed up for it. And let me just say, I had almost 60 of you. I had 59 people over the two launches sign up for this ebook. And that is just so cool. I'm so excited that 59 people now have the resources to physically relax their body, stretch out their body after hikes, after skiing, after basically anything that you do outdoors that is very like outdoors oriented sport. Um, I would even go as far as like rock climbing. Like I absolutely think that these physical asanas are the perfect thing to do when you get back from an outdoor adventure. And 59 people now have access to that. And on top of that, the second half of those people, so the people that just signed up in the January launch, they got so much goodness about setting and achieving and focusing on their own goals and focusing on their journey and their process and their reason why they want to do the things that they want to do in their life, that it is inevitable that they get these goals accomplished. It is inevitable if you get crystal clear on your why and exactly how you're going to achieve these things and how the steps are going to happen, there's no reason why the steps won't happen because it's a clear roadmap. You have laid out the roadmap for you. So if you got this book, I'm so excited for you. Please, please, please let me know what you think and send me an email. Hit reply to those emails that I send you and they actually come to me. I know so many people think that big or small, any kind of business online, we're like, oh, it's an automated system. Like, it's not. It's me. I'm the one answering all of these emails. So please hit reply and respond and tell me what you think. If you love it, great. If you hated it, well, just tell me what you didn't like about it and maybe I can help you out, figure out how to get your goals even more clear, even more steps to get them to a point where you feel as though they're already done. Like, of course it's going to happen. So I'm so excited that so many of you signed up for this and that you want to find a more relaxed state after you go and do your outdoor sport. And you also just want to feel like you're accomplishing the goals that you want to accomplish. You're making moves towards the things that you want to accomplish. And that is actually a great transition into what we're going to talk about in the podcast today because I had this idea of what we were going to talk about, about how we always see on Instagram and now on TikTok, on Reels, like we see all these people doing 
the big life things. You know, we see the van lifers, we see the people who are adventuring literally all the time or what seems like all the time. And we're like, we're not doing enough. I'm not living out of a van. I'm not investing in the trip to Bali. I'm not going to Europe. Even in the middle of COVID, I'm still not traveling enough, even if there's restrictions. Like, there are places that I could go, so why am I not going there? Well, it's all our perception. It's all based on whether or not, and just like I talked about in the last Uh, podcast, the ATC model. If you haven't given that a listen, go give that a listen. That tells us exactly why we feel certain ways about certain things and act certain ways about certain things. The ATC model explains that. So if you haven't given that a listen, that's episode four, the ATC model. But we look at these people and we're like, they're doing all the things and we are not doing enough. We're sitting in our desk and we feel like we're not maybe doing enough in our job. We're not doing enough traveling. We're not doing enough adventuring. We're not going on enough hikes. Maybe you didn't do 52 hikes in 52 weeks, which is an insane feat to accomplish. One hike a week may not seem like a lot if you think about it, but then really think about it. That's every single weekend that you were going on a hike. And maybe you get two in one weekend, but maybe one week you go on, an, on a vacation. One week you're really busy for work. It adds up really fast of all the times that things just get in the way. And that's okay. Because in reality, we can choose to look at all the things we have accomplished and have done that prove that we are enough that we are doing enough. And I think there's a big distinction between I think or no, I know I am enough and I'm doing enough. And they seem so similar, but I think they're different. And if you have the thought that I'm not enough, it goes deeper than I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough makes you feel Like you're not worthy of whatever you need or want to accomplish in life versus I'm not doing enough is you're not opening your eyes to all the things you have accomplished in your life. So I think those statements are very different. And here, I really want to focus on the statement of I'm not doing enough. Because just like an ATC model, Our thought of I'm not doing enough can drive feelings of disappointment in ourselves, can drive reactions of sitting and moping and worrying about how I'm not doing enough. But if we change that thought, if we decide that we can be one of the ones that are extraordinary, that we are one of the ones that are extraordinary, We decide whether or not it's true or not because no one else can tell us because I guarantee I would put money on it, like millions of dollars, that even those content creators and those travelers and the van lifers and the professional travelers 
photographers, all those people that you look at and you're like, oh my God, they're going to all of these amazing places every single week and they're getting paid to do this. And whether they're making millions or they're just scraping by, they're traveling, they're living out their dream life. I would put money on the fact that they also have a feeling of they're not doing enough. Whether it's they're not doing enough adventuring or traveling, but maybe they're not doing enough to spend time with the people that they love. They're not doing enough to set down roots. They're not doing enough to feel like their their root chakra. I'm going to bring in some some yoga here. Whether or not they feel as though their root chakra is getting serviced. That is the feeling of like, I want to feel a sense of safety and routine and sense of control and the sense of power in routine and in safety. Those people feel the same way. Everyone feels that way. Just like everyone feels a sense of doubt of whether or not they're worthy sometimes. If they deserve to find the person that they love. If they deserve to even buy the new car or take a two-week-long vacation just simply because you decided that you want to take a two-week-long vacation. I am here to tell you that you have to look at the evidence. How you get out of that mindset is you look at the evidence. If you've ever heard of the theory or the like bias of confirmation bias, and maybe this is something that you learned in like Psych 101, maybe it's just something that happens, especially now that politics are so divided. It's really, really come out and it's very obvious with the politics in this day and age of whatever you believe, whatever your thought is, your mind will actually filter out all the things that confirm that belief and show them to you. So if you believe that you're not doing enough, you will, your brain will naturally gather the evidence saying that you're not going on enough hikes that you aren't visiting the coolest mountains that you can, that you aren't prioritizing nature and prioritizing yourself. But if you look deeper and you actively have to fight the confirmation bias, because if you just like kind of are like, "Mm, no, I went on a hike today and it's just kind of like half-assed that you're fighting this, your brain's not actually going to disprove that thought. Your brain is not going to actually disprove the thought of I'm not doing enough. So you have to actively, and I highly suggest, like pen to paper, write down how you know, you know for a fact you are doing enough. Count the hikes. Count the ski trips. Count the vacations. Count the amount of work that you're putting into your day job. The amount of work that you're doing to prioritize yourself. Put a monetary or a time value or on a scale of 1 to 10. Rank them somehow. Show that this intangible action that you take has weight. It's not just like, oh, I go to yoga class five days a week. Cool, I do that. To me, that is such a big priority. And if I'm making it happen, 10 out of 10 
that week I prioritize myself and it's so important that I go to yoga five times a week. So to me, that has such big weight as compared to something like, I'm going to be honest, I'm not the healthiest eater. I'm not. I'm actually quite terrible. I'd like to think that I'm healthy, but I'm not healthy, guys. So uh, for me, when I eat very healthy, it's awesome, but it doesn't really change how I'm going about my life. It doesn't really change how I feel about myself, I'm going to be honest, because my body still feels pretty good. So to me, eating really healthy is probably like a five or a six where I'm like, oh, great, that was awesome that I did that, but it didn't make or break my week. Whereas going to yoga or going skiing in the winter, that makes or breaks my week. So decide that you are one of the extraordinary, that you are already doing more than the people around you. There will always be someone that you're looking to and you will think that they're doing more than you. That will always happen. I can guarantee it. No matter what you do, no matter how successful you feel, there will always be someone that in your perception is doing better. And it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay to look at those people and feel jealous sometimes. It's okay to feel jealous. It's a human emotion. But you also have control on whether or not you want to look to that person and be inspired by them. So instead of looking to these people who are traveling full time and are van lifers and doing the things that you wish you were doing, instead of looking at them and taking in the thought and proving the thought that I'm not doing enough, you can change that thought to whatever you'd like it to be. Maybe I use this person as inspiration. Because when we use vicarious experiences and vicarious experiencers, vicarious experiences are when we look to someone else and we see their success and we feel motivated and inspired and we feel as though our self-confidence to do the same thing goes up. Like actually goes up. Not like, oh yeah, my bestie did it. But like actually goes up. You are inspired and you are motivated by that person's success. And you're like, if they can do it, I can do it. We can change that thought. Because if that person inspires you and has motivated you, according to sports psychology and the theories and all the studies that they did, it's roughly 4% of a difference, which is all perception. All perception. If you believe someone is 4% better than you in some way, shape, or form, you will be inspired by them. But if someone is like 50% better than you, you'll just look and be like, mm, can't do that. That's really far from where I'm at right now. So don't worry about those 50% people. Don't worry about the people who are literally getting paid to travel in our National Geographic photographers. Don't worry about those people. Worry about the people that you perceive to be 4% better than you. 
Learn from them. Be inspired by them. Be motivated by their success. And take that into account and how much better you are from where you were a month ago, a year ago, five years ago. Your younger self would be so proud of where you are now. So proud. And yet we still question whether or not we're doing enough. I guarantee you have had that thought before. I'm not doing enough. I'm telling you to look for the evidence that you are. Pen to paper. Write down exactly what makes you know. How do you know for a fact, based on this evidence, that you are doing enough? How many hours are you putting into your job? How many promotions have you had? How many raises have you had? How many hikes? How many outdoor things? How many activities that you love doing have you been doing? How many people that you love have you been showing up for? Give that a monetary or a ranking value. My time costs me this much and I invested $1,000 worth of time into this person. It shows you that you're doing so much. And do not forget to rest. Do not forget to slow down and take the time to actually take in all the goodness of your life. I saw on someone's Instagram story today that they're called glimmers. Glimmers are the moments, the small, small moments where you feel the sun hit your face and you feel the warmth of the day. Or you take a really, really deep breath and you actually feel your body slow down and relax. So take the time to appreciate the glimmers as well. I hope that is actually what they're called. I don't know. I saw it on Instagram story. So if there's an actual name, if you know an actual name for that, please send me a message. Let me know. But I'm going to stick with glimmers because it just sounds nice and warm and sparkly. So appreciate those moments. The genuine smell of coffee in the morning where you're like, "Mm, slow morning. I don't have to stress today. I can take my time getting started. Appreciate those moments. Not just the big, big things that you have to do, you have to get done, and that you feel as though you're not doing enough of, but you are. I know you are. So you are doing enough. And write that evidence down. Believe in yourself that you are doing enough. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. But before I go, I wanted to say that I had two more people sign up for a 2022 retreat. I'm so excited. They are Tacoma locals as well. And so I wanted to give them a shout out. Uh, Sheila and Lori, I'm so excited to have you guys on the Glacier Retreat at the end of the year in August. And for anyone else who is ready to join them or join another group on another retreat, we have Glacier in June and I have Zion National Park in July. If you are interested, go to the show links 
the show notes. There is a link in the show notes and you can click that. It will say schedule a consult. Schedule a consult with me. We will make sure that you are fit to the right retreat. Every retreat is made just a little bit different. They're same, same, but different. They all help you find and build your truest life, your truest self, the best version of you that you can be. One who wakes up motivated and happy and excited to do the things in your life that you're doing and you're filling your time with. The people that you love is spending time with you. All of that, I can guarantee it in five days. You will walk away from those five days feeling rejuvenated, focused, and ready to create the life that you want. Five days. I can guarantee it. So book a consult. Let's make sure you get it on the right retreat, the one that is for you with the goals that you want. And I can't wait for you to start your journey. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next week.